hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mentor Method Podcast with your host, me, Crystal Colley, also known as the most famous woman in the world. So the last episode, part one of how other people's opinion of you has no existential reality. I realized after I recorded that episode that I didn't actually give you the three tools that I use to never ever slip back into allowing other people's negative and toxic opinions of me start to dictate my behaviors and opinion of me. So if you guys have not listened to that episode, it is episode 21, the one right before this one where I talked way too much about my history, but I was doing so in hopes that I will reach maybe another young woman out there in the world who may be allowing your identity to slowly erode because of toxic people in your life and toxic environments. So go back and listen to that one if you didn't, but this is an expansion on how to not allow other people's opinions of you get into your brain so deeply. So what tools can we use to protect that part of ourselves? So the number one thing that helped me and continues to help me on a daily basis is engaging in activities and behaviors that are aligned with the story that I want to tell of myself. So when I was in my 20s and I was surrounding myself with toxic people from toxic environments who did not care about me, did not have the best intentions for me, I was engaging in behaviors such as working in toxic environments, so working at bars and strip clubs and lounges and all that kind of thing in Hollywood, drinking, becoming drunk, which if you did not know, when you're drunk, your prefrontal cortex pretty much just shuts off. So your executive function, your ability to make rational decisions just completely cuts off at a certain point. Um, so I did that for many, many years, many, many, too, too many years. And because of a combination of, of those two things, engaging in behaviors and activities that were not aligned with who I wanted to be, uh, my opinion of myself started becoming completely eroded. So remember to write into your schedule activities and behaviors that align with who you want to be at your best. If you don't put those activities, events, and behaviors into your schedule as a non-negotiable, it's super easy to forget. It's super easy to just go about your daily life. And maybe you have a job that doesn't have anything really to do with your identity that you want to form. And it's easy to just start going into space with your life in that way. So here's an example. If 
you truly want to be, let's just say, because this is where I'm coming from, but let's just say you truly want to be a musician. You need to write into your schedule, not just practicing guitar or practicing piano, but also going out to a jam where there's other musicians there and engaging with people there and networking. Maybe you want to form a band even if you don't really have plans of monetizing that band. Why? Because those activities, behaviors, people and environments will start to create an identity around being a musician for you. So don't just stay in your house, on your bed, on the edge of your bed, making YouTube videos or TikTok videos by yourself. Go out and engage with real people. And because they will reflect back to you that you are a musician, because they will have met you in the capacity of being a musician, that's how they're going to see you. And I'm telling you, this is how the human brain is wired. When other people see you as something, you begin to see you as that. So if you just started playing whatever, you just started playing piano, you just started taking vocal lessons, or let's take it away from music. Let's say you just started to paint. You just started to do photography. You just started a business. You just started taking dance classes. Whatever it is, the fastest way to create a healthy identity surrounding that is to go into communities and introduce yourself as that and start to meet people, new people who their first impression of you is in that new identity. And if you did not know this, the cliche of first impressions last, it's not a cliche. It's actually on the MCAT under the, under psych, the psychology section um, that, yes, first impressions really do last. It is literally a term in psychology. Um, I don't think it's called first impression. Or it's, I, th- I think it's called something else. I need to look it up. But it's basically that, yes, how someone meets you will absolutely shape how they see you. Get this, guys, for the rest of your life and for the rest of their life. Yes, it is that strong. First impressions really are that strong, which is kind of terrifying, but you can use that to your advantage by whatever identity you want to have of yourself, go out and meet people as that. And they're not going to know you as anything but that. And I'm telling you, it's so powerful. And actually, it's one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I like the identity that forms around creating this type of content. It helps me learn when I teach. I learn the best when I teach. So that is also helping me form this identity. I've always wanted this type of podcast. I've always wanted to do this type of community. And this is the stuff that I think about and talk about and read about anyways, besides music and my 
baby aerospace corporation, Spaceborn. So I'm now starting to reach out to people and this is the only identity that they know me as, right? So engage in those activities. Okay, so number two, you tell the world the story of you, no one else. And this is so, 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 so powerful. And look at it like this. Most people, so most public figures either write their own bio, which then gets disseminated to press, or they definitely have a hand and an oversight in writing their own bio, which then gets, you know, disseminated into different media outlets and gets repeated countless times. So that's just one example of how you can tell the world the story of you, but do not allow the world and other people to tell the story of you. You be the first one that tells the story of you from your perspective. Why? Because your perspective is the ultimate truth on your life. No one else in the world knows every single detail about your life like you. Other people are not going to understand the reasoning behind the decisions that you've made in your life. So there might be things that you've done in your life that to someone else might not make any sense, or maybe they think it was a bad decision, but you know why you made that decision. And honestly, most of the time we make decisions because we believe it's the best decision to make at that moment given the circumstances of whatever you're in. Um, unless you're under the influence of drugs or alcohol and then, well, that, then that just means your prefrontal cortex is completely turned off and you didn't really have a, a much of a hand in making any decisions. Um, but so once I personally took control over my story, my life change so drastically that it was almost magical and I'm not even exaggerating. So before I took full control over my own life story, I felt too embarrassed or shy or not confident enough to actually educate other people and educate the world about who I am, what I'm about, my educational level, my you know, background, what I've done in my life. I felt like it was a negative thing or that I would be bragging if I told this, you know, the story of some accomplishments or things that I was proud of in my life. But to the contrary, you need to tell the world the story of you. And you need to tell the world about your accomplishments and you need to tell the world about activities and communities that you're engaged in right now. Why? Because how else are they going to know? They're not going to know unless you tell them, right? So you don't have to be an a-hole and brag about anything, but it's, it's kind of a matter of displaying your resume and displaying who you are, your values, 
what your moral compass is, what you're about, what your goals are, hobbies and passions that you're interested in, or skill sets that someone might actually need. And they're actually looking for that. But a lot of us don't want to tell the world the story of us. And so we miss opportunities because what if someone is looking for the exact skills that you have, but you're not telling anybody about it because you're, maybe you have low self-esteem or something like that. So this was huge for me. When I stopped looking at having to write my own biography as a negative thing, like, oh, I don't have enough money to, to hire someone to write my biography for me. Um, no, I absolutely took control over writing my own biography and my own everything, <laughs> how I choose to not only just write about it on my website and on my social media and stuff like that, but how I choose to, what I, what topics I choose to speak about when I'm with people are the story of me that I choose, that I wish to tell. So realize that not only is it okay to tell people your story, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So if you are, let's say, let's say this, and this is how it's not lying. Let's say you work at Chick-fil-A, but you have a passion for photography and you spend all of your waking moments when you're not at Chick-fil-A on photography. And you're actually getting better and better and better to a point where maybe now you have been hired for a few jobs here and there. So when you're meeting new people, you're at wherever, you're at a birthday party, you're at a networking event, you're, at, you're in school, you're in college, you're talking to your class, classmates, you meet a new girl, you meet a new guy, you meet whoever, your parents, friends, whatever. It's totally okay and I highly recommend that you highlight your photography passion. When someone asks you, oh, what do you do for a living? I want you to say, I'm a photographer. That's it. You don't need to mention, oh, but during the day I'm working at Chick-fil-A. Why? Not because you're trying to hide anything. Everybody, mostly everybody in America has had some type of job like that when they were younger. So there's, it's not that. It's identity formation and standing within your power and telling the world the story of you. Here's an example of that exact thing. When you think of Einstein. So Einstein, I believe, wasn't he a patent clerk? Yeah, yeah. So Einstein, you might not have known this, was a clerk. So what do you mean a clerk? We don't really use that word that much anymore. A clerk, like the person at the DMV <laughs> when you go get your driver's license. So he was that except for at the United States patent office. So we don't remember or think about how Einstein was a clerk. We don't go, oh, Einstein. Yeah, that guy that used to sit behind the desk at that one government office and take applications nine to five, right? That Einstein? No, of course not. 
We think Einstein, E equals MC squared, is greatest achievement. We think the theory of relativity. We think this man changed human understanding forever in a way that is mind-boggling. So standing within your power and forming your identity by telling the world your story from your perspective. And here's the last one. When someone says something of you that conflicts with the identity that you are forming, and by the identity that you are forming, I mean your your hero avatar. That's what I call it. So the person that you want to be, that's what I'm talking about. When someone around you, I don't care who it is. I don't care how close they are to you. I don't care if it's your mother, your brother, your spouse, aunt, uncle, cat, dog, sister, kids. I don't care who it is. If someone says something of you that is not in alignment with the new identity that you are forming, it is okay and I give you permission to politely correct them or to politely set a boundary on that. And what do I mean by that? Well, I'll give you an example. So I have a friend who is one of my best friends, but when I was forming a new identity as someone who was more responsible, not drinking like a fish anymore, not being the party sorority girl anymore, and moving into a new identity as a grown adult woman with a successful business and a, might I say, budding blues legend (laughs) at the time. Um, he would often say things that were the old me. He would, and this was around other people as well. So we would be in a group of people and he would loudly, might I add, loudly say things like, like let, let's say um, he would hand me a, a drink and I'd say, um, I'm, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm good, thanks. And he'd be like, oh, come on. You always drink. Come on. You know you love alcohol. Come on, let's get drunk. You, you know you like to get drunk. And at that point, I was forming a new identity. I was engaging in new behaviors. I was changing from that person. And so I didn't, you know, you don't have to be rude. I would just say, you know, I'm not engaging in those types of behaviors anymore because it's not good for me. But thank you, bud. Thanks. So, I mean, that's not, you know, I'm not yelling. I'm not causing a big scene or anything. I'm just politely correcting someone about who I am now. So it's totally okay for you to do that as well with whatever identity thing it is. Okay, guys, I really hope this helped you. And remember, ah, yes, I keep forgetting I need to tell you guys about 
millionairementormethod.com. We are forming our wonderful millionaire community. So you can go there and join the community for free. You can sign up for the weekly newsletter, the Monday Millionaire Mentor newsletter. Uh, And you can also post on the forums. You can connect with people and we are still building out the website. So there's a couple of things that we still have a wait list on. So our match service of matching mentors and mentees is still being developed right now as we speak. Uh, but you could still press the button that says get matched with a certified millionaire mentor and you will, your place in line will be held for when we get all of our certified millionaire mentors up and running on what we need from them and what we need from you and all that good stuff. But please do go there, engage with us, engage with me. You can engage with me on uh, the anywhere that you like to scroll. So I'm on TikTok under Millionaire Mentor Method. Uh, my personal and musical endeavors are all under the most famous woman in the world, either the most famous woman in the world or most famous woman in the world, or you could also just Google Crystal Kali. That should all come up. I recently just changed all of my social handles from Crystal Kali to the most famous woman in the world for this crazy social experiment that I'm doing. But yes, if you want to connect with me, My website is themostfamouswomanintheworld.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whichever. I'm not, you know, TikTok, I'm still just so, I'm so late to this game. It's really not even funny. But to give me credit, I am a little tiny bit busy. But yes, connect with me anywhere. Connect with our community. And until then, each one, teach one. The information provided in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice, investment advice, or medical advice. The host is not a financial advisor nor a medical doctor or licensed therapist. Any financial or medical decisions made based on the information in this podcast are made at the listener's own risk. It is recommended that listeners consult with licensed professionals such as CPAs, financial advisors, and licensed physicians before making any investment or medical decisions. The host and creators of this podcast accept no responsibility or liability for any loss or damages incurred as a result of the information provided in this podcast.